We got three seconds. Okay, we're starting. How nice. Michael. Turn it up. I've known you since you were a child. Bad Boys for Life now. What you gonna do? Are you actually excited for Bad Boys? Bad Boys, Bad Boys. What you gonna do? You don't even know what it's about, do you? I'm assuming it's about (laughs) two cops that turn bad and they go on this exquisite. I don't know what the fuck it's about. Anyways, Morbius. Uh, Yes, we are back. Finally, Chris and I got in. Two days ago. Well, I got in two days ago. Chris got in a day ago. And we are all starting back doing podcasts this weekend. Well, I we got will in be going... two days ago. Saturday night. Yeah, it's Monday. They go back Sunday. Remember? No, I got here early. Saturday. No, you didn't. Oh, that was Anubis. You're right. That's yep. You're right. You're right. I apologize. See, but... and you said my perception of time is fucked. I mean, yesterday our perception of time was Oh, really it really was. Rough. No, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rough. Like, what was it? We went out, um, it was like around five that we ended up going out to, um, what was it called? 
we went out to Walmart and to get something to eat. And we're like, okay, yeah, we should be back soon, you know? A couple hours later. Yeah, we'll, we'll tell you when we come back. It was 9 o'clock when we got but back. we can get that to that at the end because your reaction to the Morbius trailer, before I say anything... I don't know who Morbius is. Okay, cool. What do you think of it from a, from a person who doesn't know anything about him? Um, this is going to be a very interesting viewpoint. So... Because now you get two perspectives. One, as a Marvel fanatic myself, and you... As someone who knows nothing <laughs> of... Well, this is important, because you if you don't know anything, this is good. This is going to appeal to Sony's other half of the audience for people that may not know anything about Morbius. They're going to be seeing this, if they do see it, for potential ties to Spider-Man or, or other cinematic ties. So that was the thing. You saw Tom Holland, like, briefly in the in the trailer. Mm, that, that, it was not Tom Holland. It wasn't Tom Holland? Oh, we'll get to that in a second as well. It looked Because you like didn't Tom catch Holland. what I caught. Um, at the end... The guy said, what's up, Doc? That's a Bugs Bunny reference. Yeah, but you know who that is, right? That's the guy who played Vulture. Oh, really? In Far From Home. I thought he kind of looked familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, not Far From Home, sorry. In Homecoming, yes, I apologize. Homecoming. Homecoming. Um, yeah. Um, it's interesting, because, you know, it's like, uh, all right, yeah, you have the disease, and, uh, you know, you go to cure it, and it's kind of like, all right, well, uh, nothing... Nothing like curing a disease, like, you know, sacrificing the soul. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I saw whenever he, like, went into, like, the little jungle area. And I saw him pull out a knife and cut his hand. And I was like, well, okay, then. Looks like, uh, you know, we're doing uh, blood rituals now. How um, intriguing, you know. Really got me hooked on that. Um, and it was just interesting. I didn't realize that. Um... See, so, like, on the, what's it called? Um, at first glance, or like at face value, that's better. At face value, it doesn't look like a Marvel movie, or like a. Very true. Definitely has a completely different tone from what we're normally used to. Yes, like it looks like um, it just looks like it's standalone, like typical vampire film to me. Like okay. even though it's said with association with Marvel and all that stuff, which they did renegotiate by the way, and I like. Anyways, we'll talk about that later. Yes, we will talk. We will most certainly talk about that later. Can you please give me a piece of peppermint bark? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Thomas brought home this chocolate and peppermint stuff. It's called peppermint bark. Never had it before. It's interesting. It's good to say the least. Anyway, continue. Um. It. And what okay, else? Was one more. Uh, one more thing. What? Can you hear my uh, cold water from inside the fridge? Oh yeah. Thanks. There's something else about it. What was it? Oh, it was like, um, it reminded me of Nightwalker. The way he teleported. You mean, you Nightcrawler, said, my bad. There Nightcrawler, you go. yeah. My boy's learning. Um, yeah, it reminded me of Nightcrawler, like the way he teleported and stuff like that. Hmm. Which I found interesting. I don't know if they're gonna start introducing. Um, X-Men and stuff like that, which I know Sony technically can't. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Thomas has stuff in his mouth. No, no, keep going, but, um... Oh. New Mutants. When did that? Yes, well, we'll also talk about that later. Okay, then. Um, yeah, so, uh, that, it was interesting, to say the least. I can't, uh, really... Okay. Say, uh, Um, well, that is lot. good. Morbius is more of an important character than people think, specifically tied to both Blade and Spider-Man. Mm. Um, people, well, depending on how you look at it, people, he doesn't necessarily crave blood. He does, 
but it's more of the plasma that he's interested in, like the blood plasma. Um, Interesting. Like if you if you extracted the plasma from blood alone and give that to him, it, it, he's able to satisfy himself, mm. which is something he ends up doing later on. How many people know that? But it was also iterated in ah the the nineteen nineties Spider Man uh, film. It was just called The Amazing Spider-Man, but it, it's the more famous one that people know about. Wait, the 1990s Spider-Man film? It, it's, I think it was like the, it was made in like 1990 or 1995 or something like that. I forget the exact date. Okay. Um, but, you know, that's why we have internet so we can find it out because, you know. But like you were saying, <clears throat> what was the... Um, Wait, so he ended up appearing in oh. that film, is what you're saying? Yeah, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. This was, um, and it, it's amazing, too. Yeah, it, it's referred to as 1990 Spider-Man, when exactly it was made, uh, I believe it was, oh, 1994 to 1998, I apologize, it ended, uh, just, just shy of my, my birthday year. So, yeah, Spider-Man, the animated series, 1994 to 1998. Amazing. Morbius has uh, played a decent-sized role in there. And Morbius isn't solely evil. He actually struggles with his internal demons, so to speak. But, yeah, so vampires don't... They they exist, obviously, because of Blade and another, and, you know, Dracula, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, I'm getting off tangent. Back to the trailer. <laughs> I am excited for it. I think it has a lot of potential... I think this role better suits Jared Leto. I'm not gonna lie. When I first saw this, I knew it was. Oh wait, I didn't even exactly didn't even realize it was Jared, Jared Leto. Leto yeah. And I knew from reports and prior talks before the trailer was released that yeah. Jared Leto was going to be the star for Morbius. But yeah. if I hadn't known that, I never would have guessed it because I feel like he got a severe, severely bad rep. Mm-hmm. For his performance in Joker, which again we all hate, damage on the forehead. And furthermore, I I think it was also partially due in fact that he was given such a shitty script. Oh yeah. Because looking, just just simple c- compare and contrast between <laughs> the way Marvel did it and the ways <laughs> the way DC did it. He. I don't think it's going to be horrible. I don't think it's going to be a complete fluke. Hopefully, okay, fingers crossed. Movie, you know. But still, even even just from the trailers alone, from the the brief persona I was able to glimpse from Joker, especially the laugh, I, I hated it. Oh yeah. But of this one, he yeah he has a, a bit of an erratic personality to him, but it also looks altruistic in nature. Being a scientist, wanting not just to cure his disease, but this disease as a whole for other people, because he's going through it. He knows what these other people are going through. Yeah. So, I, I, I am, I'm not hopeful. I'm gonna see it regardless. Of course. Um, part of me doesn't want to, just solely out of spite for Sony. I don't want to give them. Well, I'll get that to. It's, I don't want to give them the support, and I'll get to that in a minute. But. Yeah, no, I, I like the, not the cinematography, I like the animation that they did. It did remind me of Nightcrawler, that looks very interesting. I think they're going to give this vampire movie a different tone, because, you know, you typically have vampire movies like Twilight, Saga was a really big one. Yeah. Well, for... It, it was, depending. no, it was, no. I'm not disagreeing that the Twilight Saga wasn't big, it's just, if you're going to say general vampire movies, I remember mostly, I forgot what the series was. But it was a series of movies. 
where it was like a vampire and a, and a uh, it was a vampire werewolf movie, and it was two clans just opposing and fighting. That you, that that was the final. Thing no, for... that it wasn't Twilight. Though. Really, it was like. How do I explain it? It was like the werewolves were weren't actually wolves. Like they were actually like werewolf men, and they were gigantic. Gigantic. Interesting. And okay, all this are set up. Yeah, like I remember being a kid and seeing that, and my mom was like, "Cover your eyes, they're having sex." Oh no. Okay then. Yes. But yeah, so we'll we'll see where this movie goes. I think it's definitely a better role suited for Jared Leto. I don't think I think he'll get a better reputation for it. <laughs> the Easter egg that I was telling you oh, yeah. about. If you go about. A third of the way, halfway into the trailer, you see Spider-Man, pla- or, well, spray paint art of some kind, plastered on the wall next to the street he's walking on, and it says murderer on it. That's in relation to what happened with Mysterio. Yes. Exactly. But what's even more interesting, because I don't, I don't know what the deal is right now with Sony and Marvel. I don't know if maybe they did this for possible precautions in case the deals don't fall through again, this or that and the other. Chris is currently squeaking the fuck out of a water bottle. Okay, guys. If it... Anyway, it's... It's the Rami film's original suit. Like, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man that is on that wall. Oh. Yeah, someone cropped it, you know, modified it a little bit so you could see it from a better angle. Yes. It's the exact same suit, the exact same Spider-Man from the Rami films, which is what's weird. So m- maybe that's just the artist's take on the suit. I don't, I don't know what that means or I mean, yeah, what it could imply, if, if it even implies anything. I just found that very interesting because if that wasn't a tip of the iceberg canon enough, you then have Vulture, the actor for Vulture, played by... Uh, Wow, I'm hating myself right now. I can't remember his name. He also played Batman. Shit. I got you, Ben Affleck. It's not Ben Affleck. I'm going to kill you. Ben Affleck, <laughs> my freaking ass. <laughs> ah. What? Uh, no, I have to search it up now because it's just going to eat away at me if I can't, um, if I, I can't think. Michael Keaton. I'm going to kill myself. See, Michael Keaton also played in Jack Frost. Anyway. Yeah, no, Michael Keaton... I don't... What does that mean? We don't know what that means. He's out of... Is he out of prison? Is he masquerading as someone? Is he recruiting for the Sinister Six? So many speculations can be made on that alone. So, that's another very interesting thing. Yeah, because who else showed up at the end of... uh Homecoming? It was some other villain in prison. It was a shocker. It was Shocker. He was the one who ended up using those gauntlets. No, 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 no. It was like, I think it was after the end credits when he was in prison. Yeah, that's who it was. That was Shocker. He was asking what's Spider-Man's identity. Yeah. Um, The guy who was originally Shocker ended up being disintegrated. Then that guy came in from his crew, took up that mantle, so to speak. Yes. And then was part of that little thing on the the boat. Mm, And we thought he died because he got like crushed underwater by a freaking car but you know apparently that's just marvel doesn't kill off their superheroes or villains and then have them come back in a later time like dc no they just make you think they're dead and they just give them insane survival skills or impenetrable i don't know i don't know apparently everyone's a john hancock in the film oh my goodness so but white obviously 
Obviously. So, but yes, we have that. Yeah, anyway, so moving forward again, getting right back on topic before we do get off topic and do tangent starting with uh, New Mutants and the other films that will be up and coming, is that Morbius isn't necessarily evil. Like I said before, he struggles with his own internal demons. He has a very special woman in his life who's able to help bring him back from the brink. And at one point, he even ends up uh, registering within the Superhuman Registration Act Mm -hmm. to help bring Blade in. Because he didn't want to be part of it. Yeah. He bounces back and forth. You could call Morbius kind of like an Mm anti-hero. Or a a dark hero. Because he, he bounces back. And he is evil at one point. Like, so hardly, he is evil, but for the most part, he just, he just struggles. Mainly because of his, his hunger and everything else, and he doesn't know how to control it. That, and technically, um, he has to feed. This was done in the film An Affliction, and also, or Affliction, and is also emphasized throughout various comics. I, I think Dracula even says it at one point, but if you, if a vampire refuses to feed once they've been turned... Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily that being a vampire makes you evil or anything. You're, you can control your hunger and discipline yourself, etc. But you become feral at that point. Feral in what sense? In, like... in the sense that you be, you lose your sense of humanity. Mm. So you have vampires that do their own thing. Because Blade's also half vampire. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then you have feral vampires. Which I think that's what happened. I think... Because it's interesting, in the beginning, I, I don't think, I mean, unless they're, they're skipping a very big portion of the movie and the end turns drastically dark, or he has to do something to beat somebody. Because he's normal. Mm-hmm. He, he looks normal, he's, he's fine. Do, again, doing his thing, learning about all these abilities and powers. Not even a shade of gray on him in the beginning when he's acquiring all. And it, show, it showcases a good portion of his powers. And it's not until the end that he's gray red eye ridden unless he has like a second form that he goes into which would be interesting but i think because of his doctor's ethical code which is to do no harm yes he refuses to feed and thus he and he turns feral and, and goes after that one doctor it does make sense yes now the thing is once you turn feral you don't necessarily say feral once you feed you you revert yeah you go back to normal quote unquote but if you do it enough or you prolong it long enough, you you stay that way. You become something worse than a vampire that not even other people can really categorize. And you become dangerous. It, you're you're essentially I don't want to say a zombie at that point, but it's just it's just not good. Mm. So I think that's what they're gonna do. Well I have class. Alright. Well, I plan on this being a short segment. So yeah. well our good friend Chris here is going to go away to class like a responsible student. I still have an hour and a half left, and I'll take the next 10 minutes to cut this at 30 to talk about New Mutants and anything else that particularly comes to mind. Yes. Yeah. All right, well, good luck with class. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have any questions or want us to elaborate anything further, by all means, please, please email us. Other than that, I'll be talking about Black Widow and New Mutants and what this could possibly mean for the MCU. So oh, many and thoughts. later tonight... you want to do another uh, shorter segment later tonight? Uh, depends. Okay. On? On air. <laughs> Just, you know, this is how planned we are, guys. All right.
But yeah, uh, no, New Mutants is, I think it's the official Marvel production now. I, I could be wrong. And if not, it's got a stronger association tie with Marvel because it, it's been pushed back so many times over and over again. Which I'm trying to figure out as I talk here. But New Mutants is also going to be interesting because you no longer have the original X-Men. There haven't been any teasers or anything suggesting that any original X-Men cast members or any of the original crew is, is going to be involved with New Mutants. I think New Mutants is going to be a, a genuine new start for a next... It's segueing the next generation of, of people. And there have been multiple comic iterations that have done this <clears throat> and then the other going into that. I mean, Professor Xavier could still be a very big part of it, but it is it genuinely all depends. So, excuse me, once again. Sorry. Um, no, I do not want to log in. Why are you making me do this? I, I hate this. I absolutely hate this. Um, but yeah. And then with the Black Widow movie, I... I I can't express enough how excited I am for this Black Widow movie. It's going to be incredible. I think they have... And they already have such an incredible cast list. Granted, I will say, I hope that they do indeed try to you know revamp, or at least keep the original costume for Taskmaster, which I'm not entirely sure where this is going why they had changed it maybe they were testing it to see the reaction once again i'm not entirely sure um i i'm really not excuse me again but like i said you can figure it out <coughs> excuse me oh jeez. marvel produced question mark hmm interesting Uh, long thing to do the properties of Marvel characters produced. Fox purchased from Fox. This is also acquired. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm assuming that it is Marvel produced because they were originally with Fox, not Sony. Yeah. New Mutants is going to be a Marvel film, and it should be canon. Anything that is in this film should be canon or brought into the universe otherwise. So it's going to be very interesting that we're finally going to be getting mutants. Mutants is probably going to be a very big phase of this next phase. It's. It's going to be interesting. We have Eternals, New Mutants. We have the all of the Marvel series that are coming out on Disney+. Plus. And on top of that, this year, 2020, we're not only getting Falcon and Winter Soldier, but it has been confirmed, yes, we are getting WandaVision. It's just, it's genuinely going to be incredible. I would talk about how one of the uh, directors had has dropped out. It's still a producer, executive, executive producer, but it's dropping out... Um, from the the new film that will be coming. I'm sorry, I'm losing my train of thought here. Chris left and I'm just like, Jesus. I was I bounced back off of him all the time. This is weird. Um anyway, from Thor Love and uh Thor Love and Thunder, I apologize. But most likely if you are an avid listener of my podcast or any other Marvel podcast, you already know about this and this will just be a reiteration. And so, but this is going to be short. I'm sorry it has been so long. We were, we needed a break over the summer. Or not summer, we needed a, <laughs> we needed a break over our Christmas break. And just needed time to relax, catch up on our studies. And quite frankly, for me, Chris and I both, last semester was just hectic. 
uh, I actually end up getting an incomplete, which I'm correcting on Friday. Friday or Thursday, if that's the professor's discretion. To help get my grades back up to where they were. Which I did good this semester, but, you know, what can you do? And college life is just busy. Whether you're being busy academically or you're being busy socially. It's just finding that that right balance. And we're also going to be looking for an apartment this upcoming semester. <clears throat> anyway, uh, you can find us at Tom Fullery TNK on Instagram. You can email us on tktomfoolery at gmail.com. Or just spread the word and listen to us, whether it's on Breaker, Apple Podcasts, which you will need an RSS link for from Breaker, I believe. Listen to us anywhere. I'm looking forward. We are glad to be back. I hope that any of the listeners we have are excited to finally have a new episode up. I'm excited to be back and doing this. Finally, we're going to have movies and we have more relevant news to be coming out, and I'm just excited for it. On closing note, the final thing that I would like to say to bring just awareness to, the Australian wildfires are still a thing. Please, please help. I know Chris Hemsworth himself, Thor, our God, Lord, and Savior, has pledged $1 million to help all the people there. And it's not just the trees that literally supply us oxygen so we as human beings can live and breathe, but it's also... All of these habitats and communities are just being destroyed and ravaged, and the firefighters are doing the best that they can. God bless their soul. So please, it doesn't have to be much, a dollar. If everybody in the world had don- would donate a dollar, imagine the amount of money they would have. It'd be insane. So please do it, or at least spread awareness so that people are talking about it, and we can get our officials and people in power to do more. Because we should do more. This has been Tom Fullery, Teen K. This is Thomas, Black and Tan Mocha Man, neighbor, Friendlyhood, Neighborhood, Black and Tan Mocha Man, signing off. Thank you, and good day.